joined in studio by uh, Dr. Mashudu David Mbezi and uh, he is a marriage and relationship counsellor. He's an author of books. He's going to tell us about those books and we are going to make sure that we help your relationship wake up and live because there's a lot of relationships that are at a slumber and uh, if we don't look at relationships then we are also saying we are ready to run ourselves amok because relationships take up a lot from us good morning dogadella you are live in studio i'm here (laughs) how are you doing greetings good morning to the listeners we are happy to have you in studio yeah, e-load shedding makes things oh. difficult, uh, mm. but sometimes make uh, makes us to wake do things better. Uh, I don't know about better, <laughs> um, but you're a motivational speaker, so you're gonna make us feel good. Yes, <laughs> you're gonna make us feel good, despite yep. of and in spite of. Um, this morning we're looking at relationships. I know that you had something else planned, but I thought, I want to they are crippled here. Yes. Our lives as human beings are made up of relations. Mm-hmm. You have relationships from from when you are born. You are mm-hmm. born by a midwife or a gynecologist. That's mm-hmm. a relationship. If it's, a, if, if it's a bad midwife or gynecologist, that child's not going to make it. It impacts also on your upbringing yes yeah yeah it does mm. and then you move and you go into the hands of your mother your father grandparents you know those are relationships we build along the way mm. but they become more significant when we are older because they either make or break who you are because you accumulate certain traits in the process mm. Mm. and we don't realize that we do don't we? because therefore that's why someone will say uh, this is how I grew up. I did not have a parent or I was abandoned. This is what I learned, uh, whether it's abusive or not, like you're saying, then therefore you have to inherit that kind of culture. And culture is difficult to eliminate or deal with because it's something that is built in you. Mm. And yes. and it's something that we need to address when it yes. comes to relationships. Mm. But today we're not going to look at just general relationships you want us to zoom in on marriages and i know the reason for that is because most of your books are around the intimate partnerships and marriages yes let's briefly talk about your books because i know there's two that are out and there's one that is that is coming it's brewing the first one was is married but intimately divorced meaning you are in love with someone be it in a relationship or marriage but you're your love for them is gone whereby you say, I don't feel them. Then how do you bring back that kind of intimacy? And then how do you learn to uh, love each other? The other one is also uh, wrong husband, wrong wife, wrong partner. Let's talk about it. The other one that is coming is uh, the highly uh, blessed widow and also a successful widow. The highly best blessed but successful widow. Wow. Yes. These are books that um, address our relationship issues. And I think uh, this morning for us to be speaking about um, feeling stuck between leaving 
a relationship or a marriage yes. or staying is going to be amped. Most people are stuck in terms of, that's why you are asking, do you feel that you are stuck between living or staying in your relationship? If so, why? There are certain people who find to say, uh, to an extent that they get abused, some even killed or uh, in a different manner, physically or emotionally. So mm, to mm. say, at one time, do you say this is enough? And if so, so we want to engage our listeners to say, are you stuck? In, in between living, that's a breaking point. Yeah, yeah. To say, do you live or not? And you'll find someone will say, but it was my my partner, my sister, my brother, or whoever it is, ended up being dead or crippled. They were injured, beaten up. Either way, man or woman, it happens in some instances to say, maybe they could have left earlier if they knew, and it was too late. But how do you know? And I think with relationships, we can even point in case, look at relationships that are extremely toxic, mm. um, but people just don't leave. And maybe they don't realize that this relationship has an element of being toxic and could lead me either to getting arrested, I won't mention names, yeah. or could lead me dead, like you're saying. Mm. How do you tell if this relationship is no longer serving the right purpose not serving you but serving the right purpose when you find that uh, the the problem is mentally is that some people get used to toxicity mm. to an extent that it becomes normal in the process to say you I don't feel that I'm loved if I'm not insulted I don't feel that I'm loved if I'm not abused so that can, once there's abuse and uh, an impact to your life then there's a problem so therefore it means that there's, there's something wrong in the relationship. Once the communication is no longer there, there's no communication, and then uh, all in all, everything is going wrong. Uh, whereby, like we said before, to say it's graveyard living. Each and everyone is living their own lives. Nobody cares. It's like you're, not, you're, you're, you're now an option to the relationship or marriage. You are there for kids. When you find that the reason for you to be in a marriage is no longer that which you signed for, then it means there is a big problem that you need to deal with. So therefore, it's, it's a red flag on its own. Okay. This red flag seems like a red flag that is um, embedded with past traumas, anxieties, low self-esteem, a low confidence on the part of the person who's being abused. I mean, who says, I, if I don't get hit, I'm not loved. If he does not cheat, I'm not loved. It's because you have been synchronized or abused to an extent that you can't see what is, what is worthy of you to say, what is your value. Remember, the fact that you need marriage does not mean that someone owns you. That's it. That is Repeat one. that one, please. The fact that Repeat it. <laughs> the fact that you're in a marriage or relationship does not mean that someone owes you, owns you as property to do whatever they want with you. They've got no right to do so. Mm. If if you if if someone uh, owns you, it means that they no longer respect you. So it therefore it, you've been stigmatized to property than a human being, meaning your humanity is gone. So you're no longer respected as a human being, apart from someone that is loved. 
meaning the love is gone, humanity is gone. All the fundamentals of love, respect, uh, tolerance, all those things are no longer there. Now, with with being someone's property, um, abantu, abaning, right? A yeah. lot of people, um, and I know I do it. I know I do it. Mm. Please correct us if we are <laughs> wrong. In a relationship, you'll say, my man. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, my woman. Mm. It, does that qualify as making someone your property because you are, you are taking ownership of them? It depends on the intention. Your intention of saying my man, mm-hmm, my... But you really voice I'm very nice. My doctor, I'm And I was smiling. My man. Yes, we are tanned. Oh, I'm not, but I'm, I'm, I'm not taking ownership. You are romantic. That is being oh, romantic. Okay. When I say so what? Therefore, that is that is aggressive. Okay, there's aggression there. When there's aggression and people are are, are using it as a bargaining tool, do not wear this because you are my wife. That's wrong. Aggressiveness is not part of love. Love is not aggressive. You can't do this, meaning you are being, that is control. You are being controlled. Mm. Loving someone does not mean that you have to own them, control them, stigmatize them, all those things. Mm. So it's the opposite thereof. All right. We continue. We are talking about uh, what should you do if you are feeling stuck uh, between leaving a, a partnership, a relationship and staying so there's this person they're being abused and i'd like to make an example that we don't talk about much there's this man who's being abused he's being mm. abused physically verbally uh financially emotionally mm. this man is abused but he just does not leave his wife most of the time it's difficult for men uh, from the stigma point of view say what will people say that i'm being abused but from experience and counseling I've seen so many men, wonderful men that are being abused on a daily basis, beaten up by women. Women in high positions, doesn't matter position or not. People who are respected outside, but on their own husbands, they are the worst devil you can find. So we reflect different personalities outside Mm. and at home. When I come home as a husband or as a father, I'm feared by my own wife or kids similarly to a woman so sometimes we need to be realistic and justify who we are but then dog if this man you're saying it's it's a stigmatization that's making him stay afraid of what people say yeah. meaning you are living you are living the life of people not your own then then how does he get the courage to leave who who should be abused because that abuse translates inevitably to the churn it's either they're going to see it, they're going to feel it, mm. um, and it, it, it's going to affect them. So it's not just the husband being abused, the children and other family members mm. by seeing the abuse of this particular husband or wife that's being abused. So w- what should they do? Should they leave? Should they stay? Should they say, I care, the people are more powerful than my sanity? Remember, you mentioned something very important when we started to say we start these relationships when we grow up. If you grow up as a woman, as a bully, you'll be a bully to your husband, to family, to everyone around you because mm. you think that being a bully is being powerful. Mm. So you, there's a difference between respect and fear. Some people when feel that when they are respect, they fear they are respected. Similarly to work or anywhere else. Mm. 
So we define respect as fear. So that when I'm a bully, I feel like I've got enough power. I've got enough money. I can do it. I can do it whatever I want, wherever I am. People must feel me, whether it's a family gathering, whatever I bring in, people must feel me. So that is being financially, you're financially being a bully also. Because your power is all up, is the center is all about you, not people around you. So you'll find most people, most people, when you look back, when you do counseling and trace the behavior, you find that this person is, this person has been a bully in the at school when they grew up in the family, and it has been like that. Similar traits transcends in the family, and is difficult. Therefore, it affects the innocent husband. Similarly to a woman also. Now, what what do we do? Do we pack our bags? Don't answer that yet. <laughs> Don't okay. answer that yet. Let's go to a break. <laughs> Maybe you should be packing your bags, uh, but then if you are dependent on this person, what can you do? Our guest is uh, uh, the very powerful uh, speaker, marriage and relationship counselor, author, and uh, our, our A-team go-to relationship person, Dr. Mashudu David Mbetzi. We are talking about... Do you know, uh, you know what to do when you're feeling stuck between leaving a marriage or a relationship or staying? Patricia Mandula on the Morning Bliss. We continue on uh, Wake Up and Live. We are talking about relationships. We want your relationship to be on a point where you are happy. But if it's not working in that marriage or in that partnership, uh, what should we do? Our guest is Dr. Mashudu David Mbetsi. And we are talking about um, what can you do when you are feeling stuck between leaving uh, or staying in a marriage or a relationship? Doc, I asked you, um, before we went on the break, about when you are being abused, like the example mm. we've made, you've said that the abuser has taken these characteristic traits from the way they were raised, the way they they were introduced to life, this is who they are. They, they I don't know if they can change, but you are the one who's being abused, and the abuse is translating to you and others. What should this person do practically? Because some people stay in these relationships because they don't know anything better. Mm. And sometimes you'll find that for that person to be abusive, it could be from past relationships. Maybe they're saying we'll go and set revenge on the next relationship. Ooh, that's toxic. And take garbage to the, 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 meaning they did not offload or deal with their pain and issues. Now they take it oh. to the innocent person. So it's, it's inherited to the innocent people. But therefore, when you have done all what you could in terms of seeking counseling, engaging family, when you feel that your life is at risk, then it's not worth, worth staying for. Otherwise, on a daily basis, you are beaten up to an extent that you are uh, traumatized emotionally, physically, you are emotionally abused. Then once it's a risk to your life, then it's not worth it. So you, you leave, but you yes. say you don't just leave. You need to go through certain things. Do all what you can to save. The, the issue is, is the marriage, worth, the question that you must ask yourself is, is, is there anything worthy of saving the relationship? Is there anything left? Is it worthy for me to, is, is there anything worthy to, to fight for? 
Okay, another person will say, yes, I'm getting beaten up, but um, it's worth it being here because of the children. Is this a good enough reason? No, it's, it's not. Okay. Because remember that abusiveness transcends. Will move, will, children, it's not that children don't see what's happening. True. So therefore, you are teaching your children. In short, you, 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 are, you, are, you are teaching yourself, to be, your children to also grow up being abusive because this is what they are learning. Okay, so children are not a good enough reason to say you are staying. No. Um, let's look at another example. I'm staying because financially I need this person. I, I won't have a place to stay. Is that a good enough reason? To it's stay? not because that is convenience, meaning it's about convenience, not the relationship. So it's a, it's, that is a convenience factor to say we are, in, we are together because of a certain aspect that I need, meaning it's an issue of being needed, not being loved. In the relationship, if one of your reasons would be, ah, I mean, I'm going to stay. I'm not going anywhere because as much as this person is not faithful, is a bit abusive, but when it comes to intimacy between the sheets, aye, fire, 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 fire. Is that good enough? Not enough because there's, there's something missing. The, remember, the, it depends. There are people who say, I've got what I want, everything that I need on my own, but what I need is only sex or romance because maybe he or she does it better. So therefore, it's not about love anymore. It's of convenience. There's something that you need. There's a need that must be satisfied. That's why you find some people cheat because there's a certain aspect, there's a certain component missing. Emotionally, so to say, when you when you make love to your partner, husband or wife, you're thinking of someone else. That is more emotional cheating. Meaning for you to reach depth and you're thinking of someone else. Meaning also emotional. It's not about physical things that are there. But it's about an aspect that is missing in your relationship. So what is a good enough reason? I've given you three reasons and all of them have been blown out the water. And these are the usual reasons why people say they stay. What is a good enough reason to stay in a relationship where there's something wrong? What is the purpose of your relationship? Why are you together? Find out the, that which you made, made yourself to be together. What is the fundamental purpose? What is the... Meaning, what is the foundation of your marriage? What is it that brings you together? What is the purpose? If the purpose that, that the marriage serves is no longer there, then there's no need for you to be together. One, there are fundamental issues, love, respect, honor. All those things are no longer there. Okay. So... A lot of people get into relationships without purpose. And I think maybe that's our next conversation when you come back into studio. Yes. Uh, uh, you say purpose and you say love, respect and so on. It's mm. the foundation. A lot, of, a lot of relationships are foundationless. Hence, there is no reason to stay. They use the crutches, um, the, the crutches that I've mentioned that mm. you've just blown out the water. And it becomes dangerous. So a lot of people should not be in the relationships they are in. They are unhappy because they've made the decision to be in a relationship that's not purposeful. Because the foundation was wrong. That's why most relationships or marriages don't last. Because the foundation was wrong. And the purpose... The vision that you have for you to be is different. It's like di driving one car going different directions. And that's not possible. Here's a message from Ms. N who says, I think at times we confuse love with attachment. Most people are attached 
to their partners rather than being in love with them. It goes back to the, say, to the, to the issue of saying the fact that you are in a marriage or relationship does not mean that you are loved, you might be needed. So attachment is one of them because you are attached to the person but not, so the the the, the ATM is correct mm. in that aspect. You are attached to the person but you see there are certain people in relations, say for instance, you you are a wife or husband, but you want to be a mechanic Bob the builder. Yeah, I will build and change these things. Mm-hmm. So you become a builder or a mechanic in the relationship. Some become inspectors to say what they focus on mistakes instead of learning to love or learning to build a relationship. So it's different to say you are are you a wife or you are there as a uh, you are turned into a house girl instead of being mm. a, a wife mm. or are you there as a someone who is sort of a a boyfriend or a gardener instead of being a husband what purpose are you being used for I mean I'm change. I know I can change him. He's a cheat, but I will change him. Ooh, Bob the Builder fixes. You'll never do that. You, you can't. That mm. can't be the purpose of your relationship. Doc, um, next time I'd like us to speak about relationship purpose. Yes. Uh, what foundation should look like and how a relationship should be. But as we wrap up this conversation, and maybe another conversation around these inspector mm. generals and these uh, <laughs> uh, construction workers in relationships, you yes. know, maybe that's another uh, conversation altogether. Mm. But as we wrap up this conversation, Doc, we've asked the question, when do you know to leave a relationship, a marriage, a partnership that is no longer good, that is no longer holistic? And I want you to give us the answer simply and also help us that when we pack our bags and we go out of this, I remember we had a conversation and you said there are graveyard relationships. Yes. When you go out of this graveyard relationship, you don't go out in a body bag, literally. Mm. Remember when love is gone and when you find that you've done whatever you could to save the relationship, but the main thing that you, the main question that you need to ask yourself is: Is there anything worth to to to, to save or fight for? Is my life at risk and that of the children, if any? Is there any value? What is it that I'm getting from this person? Remove your feelings from the truth. Take your emotions, put them in aside, and check the character. Say, what really do I have here? You might find that you are dealing with a boy who looks like a husband or a girl who looks like a wife. Therefore, it's like you are wasting your time. It's like you are watering a dead plant. What do you have? You have done what you could, sought counseling, and did whatever you could to save the relationship, but still it comes back to square one. So therefore, you, you, you might be wasting your time. But don't mm-hmm. leave before you address these issues and put issues on the table. Engage family if you could after getting counseling. But when you've engaged all the parties involved, all families, then it's not worth fighting for because you keep on going in cycles.
Doc, many conversations around relationships are still needed. Yes. We need people to be motivated to have good relationships because their relationships transcend in how they interact with the people they, need they to work reflect. with. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if I'm, I've been beaten up and I come to work, how am I going to be on air? Yeah. And if you see me with a long challenge, it will be pity. So it affects everyone around you. So, yes, this is very important. How do we get a hold of you since you are a marriage and relationship counselor? And also, how do you get your books? Uh, on Facebook, I'm shooting busy. Uh, on WhatsApp or calls is 072 3531072793 for conferences I'm also available Excellent. Uh, thank you so very much, Dr. Mashudum Betsy. I am revived. Don't stay in a graveyard relationship. Uh, that's what I'm remembering. And uh, that, that tagline I'm taking is from uh, Married but Intimately Divorced, yes. correct? Yes. Hey, guys, get that book. I, it, it does magic. It's rough. Oh, hot. lit, as the young people would say. Get that book. That book, whether you are married, single, divorced, widowed, that book on its own is able to help you to become better person so that you are a healthy You'll never partner. be the same. Never, never, yeah. never, never, never. Dr. Mashudum Betsy, always a pleasure. Siaba.